Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Hacker Nation, this is Scott Hansen. Who is fired up to get their day playing at a high level? Are you ready to 10X your thinking and your business for those of you that are brand new, welcome to Success Hackers. This ain't your typical boring podcast. Success Hackers is all about helping you take your business and life to a whole new level. We do that by getting inside of the minds of some incredibly successful entrepreneurs and actually have them share their success hacks with us. If you've been listening to the show for a while, I say thank you, Hacker Nation. It's because of you and the fact that you continue to tell your friends about the show. It's the reason why Success Hackers is now one of the fastest growing podcasts on iTunes under business and is now downloaded in over 65 countries and growing. Hacker Nation, let me ask you a question. How many of you would like to build a multi-million dollar business? You like Scott? Of course. Who wouldn't, right? How about speaking on stage in front of thousands of people sharing your message, and ultimately monetizing your passion. Pretty awesome, right? Well, on today's show, we're going to hear from a high performer who has done both of those things. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Thomas Blackwell. Thomas, are you ready to rock? Ready to rock. Fired up. Thomas Blackwell travels the world as a high-demand speaker and inspires people to become their very best. He shares the stage with personalities such as Steve Harvey, Zig Ziglar, Inc., and Rudy. He is a successful entrepreneur, having owned and operated a multi-million dollar insurance business. He is the author of the 57 Things to Say books. He is also no less a musician, having produced several of his own albums and produced successful multi-act musical productions. Thomas, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. Got a pleasure, and thank you for the opportunity to be here. And it's exciting what you're doing. I've been following what you've been doing. I said, wow, you are making it happen. So it's a privilege and a pleasure to be here, buddy. Well, I appreciate that, Thomas. And you know what? We're going to go into how you created this multi-million dollar business and really how you've been able to share the same stage with some of the biggest names arguably in the industry. But I have to know, I read in your bio that you have done some really cool things in the music industry. So... Did you ever think of actually going that route with your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, it's a great question. Actually, you know, when I first got married, that was my passion. Still is a big passion of mine. It's in my heart. And uh, I was trying to figure it out. That's what I wanted to do, figure out music and figure out a way to monetize it. The cards didn't fall that way. So now it's a passion still, but it's uh, more of a just a pleasure on the side. So just ended up not working out that way. Although in the past, we've made some previous guests actually sing. I promise we won't make you sing today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, let's get right into this because I know our audience, I'm excited to learn more about how you built this multi-million dollar business and now how you get the opportunity to really share your passion and your story with arguably hundreds of thousands and now millions of people all over the country and even all over the world. So we talk on the show, Thomas, a lot about passion. And 
that passion is really super important when building a business. How did you get to be so passionate, not only about speaking on stage, but also sharing your message with the world? You know, I have a philosophy, and it's been early in my career, and it's I copy successful people. I do what they do, I say what they say, and I get what they get. It's a simple system, but I've learned that there's three parts to any success, and it's a formula, and I'm going to give it to you right now and give it to all these listeners. Anything you do is guaranteed success. Number one, sincerity. Number two, genuine interest. Number three, enthusiasm. You put those three things together, as I've learned, it works every time. So passion is encompassed inside of that, especially inside the enthusiasm. You know, I'm not asking you to be off the wall excited, but I'm asking you to be a more enthusiastic you. And as I've done that, Scott, it's amazing what happens. People feel the feel sincerity. They feel the genuine interest and the enthusiasm. And you can't go wrong with it. So that's just copying what successful people have done. That's been my formula. What would you say to that person that's saying, wait a second, all I need is those three things to be successful? Is there anything else that you've used maybe along your journey besides just copying what other people have done and being sincere and having passion and all those things you just mentioned? Great questions. It's mentorship. There's the one word, Scott, mentorship. When I say I copy successful people and what they do and what they've done, early in my career, I made a big movement and I went and decided to copy the guy who was the top in the particular company I was with. I literally drove eight hours from my house, showed up to his door and said, congratulations, you're my mentor. You're the guy, you're the guy winning all the awards, you're doing all this. I said, I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to say what you say. Well, he was so impressed with that. He says, you can stay. And I made many trips back and forth, sometimes at two, three in the morning just to get to him and say, I'm going to copy exactly what you're doing. And so finding the right mentor, Scott, is crucial. And my philosophy is find the person doing it the very best. Now, do they have to have a core value fit with who you are? Absolutely. You need to say that I like this person not only as a business person, but who they are personally, because there has to be congruency there for us to truly grasp onto that. And so I'm in my early career, and even now, I'm constantly looking for the person who has a core value fit and is my mentor. Now, a lot of my mentors I've never met. They've never met me. How do I do that? Well, when I'm traveling in my car, on a plane, anywhere, I'm reading books. I'm listening to books. You know, it's an interesting story I'd like to share here, Scott, is Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Many people have not met Phil Jackson, but they may know who he is. He is one of the most decorated National Basketball Association coaches of all time. He went to the Chicago Bulls at their home for Scott and six championships with the Bulls. Then he went to the Los Angeles Lakers, five NBA championships with the Lakers. What many people may not know, they think, well, this guy's got the best skills. He's got some strategy, something. The first day he shows up, congratulations on the coach or my players. Each player, regardless of who they are, what they have to do is read a book a month. Are you kidding me? <laughs> read a book a month. That's what he said. You'll read something good, something positive, something to put in your brain. You'll read one every single month as long as you're on this team. And if they don't comply, they're not on the team. And look what he's done. Look what he's done. Who would have thought that was the formula? But as we put positive things and positive mentorships and, and those things in our brain, it is inevitable that great things come from it. 
So I've adopted that from an early time in my career, and it works like genius. I love what you said. In Hacker Nation, Thomas just dropped an awesome, incredible golden nugget right on top of us already, which is this. In your case, Thomas, you knocked on the guy's door, and he was the number one guy in your firm, and you said, congratulations, you're going to be my mentor. And a lot of times we talk on the show about, how, Scott, how do we do that? You know, I'm just a, this person, or I'm just coming up. How do I get in front of the number one or number two or number three person in my company to ask for mentorship, Thomas, if someone's listening saying, okay, I get it, I get what you did, that's that's a cute story, but how do I do it? How do I knock on the guy's door? That takes some some brass to be able to do that. Will anybody even pay attention to little old me? What would you say to that? Mindset. Then mm. again, that's where the formula comes in, sincerity, genuine interest, and enthusiasm. When I showed up in his door, I was clear on what I wanted, and I wasn't going to wait around anymore for somebody to hand it to me. So courage is the word that comes to mind, but also more than courage, Scott, clarity. Mm. I was so clear on what I wanted, and I love what Zig Ziglar said. He said, obstacles are those things we see when we take our eyes off the goals. Mm. I was so clear on my goals, there was no obstacles. See, obstacles cease to exist when you're so clear. There's another wise saying out there from a wise religious man. His name is David O. McKay. He said, look, the world steps aside for the man who knows where he's going. Mm. So there it is, Scott. Get so clear on what you want, and then the right people will show up for you in your life. And so this gentleman showed up for me, and I had the courage to go say, look, you're my mentor, and that's why I wanted to copy. You already got me fired up over here, Thomas. You got me <laughs> fired up, man. <laughs> we love moments, or we call specific events here on Success Hackers. You just alluded to your financial services firm, and I want you to take us back to the time when you were building, and I know a little bit of your story, but I would love for you to share with Hacker Nation the light bulb or the aha moment that you remember that all the work and all of the trips and all the hours and all the struggle finally paid off. Do you remember that exact time? It was when a decision was made. See, what happens is they brought together our entire firm every year, over 10,000 agents into a conference, Scott. The month before I went to this conference, I made $87 in financial services. I I had my wife, uh, two daughters at the time. Um, we had to put the whole thing on a credit card, but I knew I needed to get there because I knew I couldn't make big decisions in my natural environment. And so couldn't afford to be there, couldn't afford not to be there, as you've heard before, I'm sure. But I went there, put the whole thing on a credit card, and what changed for me was the night that they recognized all the top performers you know, they had their tuxedos and their spouses, their beautiful dresses. And they went across the stage all night long. And I was clapping for these people all night long. My hands began to hurt. And I stopped clapping at one time. And the guy comes up to the stage. I'm not kidding. As if he saw me not clapping out in this huge arena of 10,000 people. He said, don't you stop clapping out there. We need you clappers. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Did he just call me a clapper? Is that my title? And it was just, it was enough to stir me up. He did the biggest favor for me because, you know, I was working four jobs at that point. I was valet parking. I was teaching tennis lessons. I was doing a cold calling job at night and I was trying to run my financial services practice to make it all work. And so 
I went into the bathroom of this hotel. I couldn't afford and put the whole thing on a credit card. And I locked myself in the bathroom because I'm pouting. And I'm just like, you know what? I belong on that stage. And we all have these moments of, I belong there. And you do. Everybody does. But there's few that take the action necessary to get on the stage. It's like everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die for it, right? Mm, right. So my wife calls me out, and she's holding our second daughter, and the daughter's my baby's crying and crying because she knew we were broke, you know, because babies know that stuff. And so <laughs> we're out there, and my wife says, Thomas, I was just wondering when it was we were going to make it here. I was just wondering when it was we're going to, you know, they're going to call our names. We're going to go across the big stage. Now it's going to be able to buy a beautiful dress. And Scott, I tell you what, it was this huge realization that she wanted to win just as bad as me. That when we get into entrepreneurship, we're winning for a lot more people than ourselves. And I said, you know what? We're going for it. It's game over. And that's when I decided I made a decision. I'd never made such a decision like this in my life where I was going to go full time with this thing. Didn't make sense on paper, but you know what? All great things in life may not make sense on paper, but they made sense in my head. And I said, honey, we're going. And I made a decision. We're going for it. And I love what Emerson said about decisions, Scott. He said, when a decision is made, the universe conspires to make it happen. And I felt it conspiring for me. So at that point, I decided to go to this guy's door. We drove eight hours to Los Angeles, northern Los Angeles. And I knocked on his door and I said, Congratulations, you're my mentor. Scott, you know what happened because of that decision? I made $87 the month before, and then in the next four months, because I changed my focus and I made a decision, we made $124,000 in four months. <laughs> and that caught some people's attention. That caught some people's attention majorly in the company. And so what happened is they started putting me on a plane and sometimes a private jet and they say, get up on the stage and tell your story, how you did that. And so that's what I started doing. And it's kind of never stopped since then, you know, because the next conference, I was on the stage. There was 10,000 people and I was asked to speak there. But I will tell you, just to round out the story, that the next year we went across the big stage seven times. <laughs> seven times. Oh, my God. I love it. I want to make sure that our listeners even though the story is a really great, uplifting story, and it is, I want people to really pick apart what you just shared. And there's so many golden nuggets that's wrapped into that story, which, number one, as you shared earlier, clarity. When you actually made a decision that $87 in one month ain't going to cut it, that you need to do something different, that something snapped, that you saw people going across the stage, that your partner in life, your wife, was also cheering for all of you as well. And everything shifted because of decision. You said you got more focus, you got more clarity, you weren't messing around anymore. It wasn't the hop. You dove into it all in, correct? Absolutely. Scott, it's it's so simple. It's, it's a little scary that most people, they just haven't decided. I'm not the first person to say this. You know, very successful people will say that most people don't get what they want because they haven't asked for it yet. They just haven't asked for it yet. Steve Harvey says that all the time. He says, I just got clear. I asked for it and I just put it out there and I did everything necessary to make it happen. And that's it. And it made, and that, that worked out. And I want to piggyback Hacker Nation. I want to piggyback what Thomas just said, which is asking for it. When I first started my podcast uh, a few months in, I had an opportunity to see Thomas speak on a fairly large stage and again, I liked his integrity, his, his story, his success. 
I remember saying to myself, this gentleman will be on my podcast. And I never shared that with you, but I knew that you were going to be on my podcast somehow, some way, someday. And it's interesting how when you get clarity, like you mentioned earlier, and the universe just steps aside, Thomas and I ran into each other again two more times. And it was that last time where we developed the relationship. And now here he is on the show. So I can absolutely speak to what you're saying about getting clarity, getting focus, and then just simply asking for what you want. Because at the end of the day, whether you're asking out a guy at a bar, a girl in a bar, asking to JV partner with a, a business partner or someone else, the worst thing someone can say is no. Let's shift gears a second. I know you shared an awesome story about this aha moment, but there must have been a time where you actually had a failure. Maybe we call maybe a fail forward stage, Thomas, where probably not something that you want to focus on. But I think it's an important part of the show because we have a lot of listeners out there that maybe are going through their stuff right now and they don't know how to get out or we have to embrace the fact that we're going to fail. Do you have maybe a time in your life, in your entrepreneurial journey that you actually did fail, but you learned from that? Scott, there are almost too many to count. Uh, and the thing is, right now I have a rule. If people want to joint venture with me, if they want to go into business and do something, I'm going to say, how many times have you failed? If they say, I don't so many, and the, I, I want to hear those stories because if everything's been peachy and wonderful for them, I'm not interested. It's the people that have already gone through it and already tried. And let me be very clear on something. You actually never fail unless you quit. That's the only way you can attach those four letters, F-A-I-L, to anything is if you quit. And so I've never failed at something I was clear on, but there's been a lot of reasons to start all over, over again. You know, plenty of reasons for those. <laughs> you know, so in fact, uh, who was it that said, um, oh, golly. Basically, you're never failing, but there's got another reason to start over again, but this time a lot wiser, a lot smarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and Henry Ford, failure is the only opportunity to begin again, only this time more wisely. That's what he said. Right. Constantly happening, constantly having opportunities to do a do-over, and I'm so grateful for it. So all the great ones, all the mentors, that's what I've learned is – they have struggled. They had it didn't work out perfectly. You can call it failure, but that's not what it. And, and the thing about this is, especially in my world of speaking, there's a gentleman. He's the father of speaking. His name is Bill Gove. He said, "People they'll respect you for your victories. Oh, but they'll love you for your failures." Scott, give an example. Derek Redman, you know, in, in the uh, Barcelona uh, Olympics several years ago, the guy was slated to to medal to win. He'd worked four years, not just four years, but his whole life for a 400-yard dash. Halfway through that thing, 150 meters into it, he pulls a hamstring on the actual race that he was supposed to win, and he worked so hard for. Well, he decides to get back up. You know, win or lose, he's going to get back up, and he finishes the race. I mean, scary last. This guy finishes the race. We don't even know who won the race. We just know that Derek Redman in that race got back up. You know, the, the guy who won the race and got the gold medal, listen close, got a roaring applause. But Derek, when he crossed the finish line, he got an explosive standing ovation. Why did he get a standing ovation and the other guy only an up, you know, a roaring applause? When we see somebody get back up, it brings an emotion out of us. 
that is so powerful, we go to our feet and we celebrate in victory. I love the saying, too, is how can you have a testimonial if you've never been tested? You know, mm. it doesn't matter what you're going through, no matter what business, whatever you're trying to build or whatever, just know that it's perspective. You're going to fail, period, end of story. But like Thomas has shared, you just have to keep getting up and getting up and getting up because at the end of the day, when you look back and you don't become the mentee anymore, you actually become the mentor, it's so much more impactful and more powerful if you've gone through the ringer a bunch of times, but you were the one that kept climbing your success mountain and reached the pinnacle and you got blasted and dusted on and kicked on and scratched on. But you know, now that you've reached that pinnacle, you can look back and say, oh, I know what you're going through, young man or young woman. Keep going because you're just around the corner from your ultimate success. Absolutely. I love it. Where there's no challenge, there's no testimony. So Thomas, what's one hack success strategy that you can leave with our listeners to really help them start thinking about dominating other than just maybe competing in their marketplace, something that they can take away from this interview besides all the other awesome things that you've already shared, maybe one, maybe two things that as individuals are building their companies or wanting to 10x their business, what can they take away from this? I'll tell you exactly what they can take away, where it made all the difference. I mean, it was the key point of why I went from $87 one month to 124000 in the next four months. I got the code cracked, and it was this right here that I'm going to tell him. My mentor, he asked me, how many times, how many times do I contact people to get the appointment? I said, well, I contact them two times, sometimes three times. He said, why so little? And I said, and this is where it all changed. He said, well, because I don't want to. I don't want to b- 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 bother them. And I hesitate to say bother because this guy physically smacked me across the face when I said that. <laughs> and it needed to happen because he said, what did you say? And I said, I don't, well, I'm scared to say anything now. He said, why are you bothering people? And I said, I know. He says, stop bothering people. I said, I know. And start blessing them. Mm. He changed the bother to bless. He said, I'll bless people 10, 11, 12 times to get the appointment. I'll bless them all day long. See, I care about more, than, more about their financial future than they care about their financial future. And I changed the bother to bless them. So I just start blessing people a lot more to get the appointment. And I started sitting out with a lot more people and started getting a lot more business. See, 81% of all sales, Scott, happen after five or more contacts. 81. Wow. Most people... They stop after one or two contacts. Are you kidding me? That's it. That's the formula. But you have this emotional thing inside saying, oh, I don't want to bother them. Well, stay poor, you know? Right. And so when I, I turned that around, it started going nuts. I became top five in a company of 10,000. There was only like 15 of us that were crazy enough to bless people all day long. <laughs> but it was just it was just a mindset shift. Yeah. And so now that's what changed. That was it. The follow-up, the fortunes in the follow-up. The game of business is won or lost in your ability to follow-up regardless of the industry. And essentially, now there's there's systems that I use and I speak for, one in particular Infusionsoft, the, the follow-up's automated. You can follow-up as many times as it takes to get the deal. So I'm not having to call them because, you know, automation trumps determination. So I would have automated a lot sooner, Scott, but I tell you, we made millions just because we're fanatic follow-uppers. There it is. That's I love it. 
bless them versus bother them. What a And like you said, 81% of the sales is made after the fifth time. So if you're out there, we're all in sales. So before you say, well, no, 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 I'm not in sales. We're all in sales. If you own a business, you're in sales. If you're in marketing, you're in sales. People have to buy your products or services. You have to eat. You have to actually, you know, make money. And the way to do that to Thomas's point is after the fifth time is when 81% of the people actually buy. And rather than saying, Hey, I'm bothering you, turn it around. It's a mindset thing. Let's start blessing people. <laughs> We are now going to enter the randomness round. But before we do, let's take a quick moment and hear from our sponsor. One of the most evident components of successful people is they have a system of daily inspiration. This is why we at Success Hackers have partnered with our friends at InspireDing.com, where every day an inspirational text message comes straight to your phone. Look, we know that negativity comes to you free and unsolicited. Don't you think it's time for you to invest in some daily inspiration? We've made this so easy for you to get your daily inspirational text. All you have to do is text the word Hansen. That's my last name, Hansen. H-A-N-S-E-N to 96,000. That's Hansen to 96,000. And there you go. You are in. Again, take out your cell phone right now and text the word Hansen. H-A-N-S-E-N to 96,000 and get your daily ding of inspiration. I've personally used this and let me tell you, it is so incredibly simple. Every day I get a daily inspirational text that sets the tone for the rest of the day. Again, text Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N to 96,000 and you will get a daily inspirational message sent right to your cell phone. We know here at Success Hackers that a ding a day inspires the negativity away. Okay, Thomas, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the Success Hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first thing that comes to your mind, just let it rip. So, Thomas Blackwell, are you ready for the randomness round? Let's do it. I love it. Best advice you've ever received? Read a book a month. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? I say what I want the day to look like, my daily affirmations. I don't has to happen. You now own a time machine, Thomas. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self give your 25-year-old self? Cherish the small things because one day they'll become the big things. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? The ability to connect with people. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I'm quite an athlete, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Last question of the randomness round, Thomas. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to be? I would hope that people would say that we learned because he served us. This has been incredible. Thank you, Thomas, for your time and also sharing these awesome success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? ThomasBlackwellSpeak.com. And are you on Twitter at all? At Thomas Blackwell. Absolutely. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Thomas, along with some other really cool brand new resources that we have on the site. And coming up in a very short period of time, we're going to have and give you the ability to actually write into the show questions and what you would like to have me ask our guests. Also, don't forget, you can take this show and me and these incredible interviews Anywhere that you are at, you can do this by going to successhackers.net, 
clicking on the iTunes tab, and clicking subscribe to the show on the actual iTunes page. If you want to connect with me and the show on Twitter, all you have to do is go to at Scott Hansen, S-C-O-T-T-H-A-N-S-C-N-1210, at Scott Hansen 1210 on Twitter. And don't forget, if you want daily inspirational text messages sent directly to your cell phone, don't forget to text the word Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N to 96000. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.